Anxiety expert, Dr. David Carbonell, has a powerful suggestion during moments of panic. Practice belly breathing. Belly breathing can serve as a powerful anchor against anxiety by grounding you in the present moment. Join us as we delve into the calming practice of belly breathing through this simple exercise from the audiobook, Panic Attacks Workbook, a guided program for beating the panic trick. Welcome to Your Great Journey, the podcast that's your passport to a better you. We've got an exclusive gift for our podcast community. Download our free ebook, Calm Your Mind, 50 Effective Strategies to Relieve Anxiety and Stress. Claim your gift now by visiting yourgreatjourney.com slash calm. Exercise. Belly breathing. Now let's practice belly breathing. You used to do this all the time. Everybody does it when they're born. Go see the newborns in any maternity ward and you'll see some world-class belly breathers. Their little bellies go out when they inhale and come back in when they exhale. Their upper body doesn't do the work. Their bellies do. Nobody's told them, yet, how to hold their stomachs in. You used to breathe that way when you were a child. At some point, probably as a teenager, you shifted to chest breathing. Maybe you started paying attention to your body and felt you'd look more attractive if you held your stomach in. Maybe your mom corrected your posture and told you, stomach in, chest out. Whatever the reason, once you started holding your stomach in, you began breathing with your upper body because there wasn't anything else to use. Now is a good time to get back to belly breathing. Here's how. 1. Place one hand over your belt line and the other on your chest, right over the breastbone. Use your hands as a simple biofeedback device. They will tell you what part of your body and what muscles you are using to breathe. 2. Open your mouth and sigh as if someone had just done something really annoying. As you do, let your shoulders and the muscles of your upper body relax downward with the exhale. The point of the sigh is not to completely empty your lungs, just to relax the muscles of your upper body. 3. Pause for a couple of seconds. 4. Close your mouth. Inhale slowly through your nose by pushing your stomach out. Push your belly out, just like the newborns do. The movement of your stomach precedes the inhale by just the tiniest fraction of a second because this motion pulls the air in. When you've inhaled as much air as you comfortably can, without throwing your upper body into it, just stop. You're finished with that inhale. 5. Pause briefly for a couple of seconds. How long? You decide. Everybody has different sized lungs and counts at a different rate. Pause for whatever time feels comfortable. 6. Be aware that when you breathe this way, you're taking larger breaths than you're used to. For this reason, breathe more slowly than you're used to. It's probably necessary to breathe even more slowly than seems reasonable at first. If you take these larger breaths at the same rate you use with the small, shallow breaths, you will overbreathe. There's nothing harmful about that, but you will probably feel a little lightheaded from it, and it might make you yawn. I mention this so you're prepared to respond if this happens. 
lightheadedness and yawning are simply signals to slow down. Follow them. 7. Open your mouth. Exhale through your mouth by pulling your stomach in. 8. Pause. 9. Close your mouth and go back to the inhale. 10. Continue for a few minutes until you feel satisfied. Let your hands be your guide. They will tell you whether you're doing it correctly or not. Where is the muscular movement of the breathing? You want it to occur at your stomach. Your upper body should be relatively still. If you feel movement in your chest or notice your head and shoulders moving upward, start again at step one and practice getting the motion down to your stomach. When you do it properly, you will feel more comfortable very quickly. Spend a few minutes experimenting with belly breathing right now. Play around with it, but don't try to perfect it. If you're like most people with panic, this is probably the opposite of how you've been breathing. That's good. Hopefully, you'll soon be doing lots of opposites. Belly breathing may feel awkward at first because there isn't another habit in your entire life that you've repeated more often than breathing. That's okay. Changing a habit just means lots of persistent, patient repetition of the new habit. Here are some troubleshooting tips to help you get past the usual difficulties. If you have trouble redirecting your breathing from chest to stomach, practice isolating your stomach muscles first. Practice pushing your stomach out, then in, slowly without breathing. As you get good at that, pair it with your breathing. Practice in different postures. When you're sitting down, you may find that either leaning back in the chair or leaning forward with your forearms on your thighs makes it a little easier than sitting perfectly straight. Practice lying on your back. You can put something moderately heavy like a big book on your chest to make it easier to focus on using your stomach muscles. Practice lying on your front with a pillow beneath your stomach. Practice in front of a full-length mirror to see what you are doing. If you are unable to breathe comfortably through your nose because of allergies or some other reason, you can inhale through your mouth, but you have to inhale even more slowly to avoid gasping and gulping your air. If you regularly chew gum, do less of that. It leads you to inhale with your mouth rather than your nose. Get plenty of practice. Once you can do this comfortably, get into the habit throughout your waking day of practicing every hour on the hour. Briefly notice, at the top of each hour, how you're breathing. Then sigh, gently exhale, and continue with your belly breathing for a minute or so. Don't interrupt your activity. Just fit the breathing into whatever you're doing at the moment. If you did all your breathing practice in a comfy chair, after a while, that would be the only place you could breathe comfortably. You want comfortable breathing to be portable. Have frequent, brief practice sessions shifting to comfortable belly breathing in a variety of activities, locations, and postures every day for one to two weeks to create this new habit. Here's another habit to cultivate. Whenever you notice that you're experiencing any kind of discomfort, be it anger, fear, worry, a headache, a backache, sigh and shift into belly breathing for a few minutes. This way you'll develop the habit of making the shift whenever you're uncomfortable. That's a great habit to have. Do this as well. The day after you start your hourly breathing practice, 
stop and review how frequently you remember to do it. If you're doing it at least 8 to 12 times a day, good. Keep it up for a week or two. If you're not that consistent, find something to remind you. Set an alarm on your digital device. Tie a string around your finger. Practice each time a frequent routine event occurs. A text or phone call, when the baby cries, when the dog barks, or when you hear a car horn. It sounds like a lot, practicing every hour. But you're going to be breathing anyway. A couple of weeks of this practice can really make a lasting difference in how you breathe. Do you have to breathe this way all the time? No. Just focus on mastering this with regular, brief practice. Then use it when you have a panic attack. You might find that you breathe this way more and more over time. That's fine. It probably feels good, but it's not essential. If you feel self-conscious about belly breathing or worry that this unusual activity may bring unwanted attention your way, take a look at how other people breathe. You'll find that there's quite a bit of variety in breathing habits. And nobody cares. Thanks for joining us for this excerpt from the audiobook, Panic Attacks Workbook, a guided program for beating the panic trick. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks. Please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. This podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical or mental health advice. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a qualified mental health professional.